You're listening to the Rapid Realization Podcast, where we discuss the mind, body, and everything on healing from within, for you to get inspired to finding your own inner wisdom, to be more self-actualized and become aware of your highest potential. And I'm your host, Dr. Anne-Marie Belkansky, a certified clinical hypnotherapist and mind coach at Rapid Realization, and I welcome you. So let's begin. And welcome to the Rapid Realization Podcast. On today's episode, we're going to talk about reality. And is your reality and what you see really real? And I want to argue that the physical experience that we have around us, we say may be objective. And what does it mean when we say objective? We mean that it's not part of the mind that there's tangible evidence that says that this is real, (laughs) however we want to define it. And so that means it's not subjective. And what is a subjective reality, though? Subjective means that it is based upon the mind or our emotions or our internal world. That is, it's a subjective experience that cannot necessarily be experienced by someone else. Well, I'm going to argue that all reality is a subjective reality. And then I'm going to tell you as to why I believe this, why I feel this. As I begin to be more aware of my emotions and conditionings, I have realized that everything around me just is and purely based on what I know and what I have experienced. And our conditioning is so ingrained in us, so much part of who we are, that it's hard for us to really grasp on the idea that it is only our reality and that others do not see that reality. Therefore, it is a subjective reality. It's kind of like, let's say you had a red car. And maybe you've heard this example a lot, but... Let's say I had a red Jeep, and that was my first love of a car. It was a Jeep. And when I first started looking for Jeeps or first got my Jeep, I started noticing Jeeps everywhere. I don't know if this has ever happened to you, but I'm going to say likely because you have a system called the RAS or the Reticular Activating System, RAS system. And what the RAS system is, a bundle of nerves in our brainstem that basically filters out unnecessary information so that important information is coming to the forefront. So really anything that is top of mind or important to you comes into your reality that you observed. And so that means the system is constantly activated that we are constantly filtering out things that are not important to us versus what is important to us because it's based on what we know, what we've experienced, and for our unique importances. So then how can what you see be objective if it already has that filtering system happening, which is based on you uniquely? So this is one of my arguments as to why I feel that we only live in a subjective reality. Another one of my reasons I believe this is also because quantum physics and how quantum physics, if you've never heard of it, has done various studies that show that 
results change based on the observer. You can have one observer that will get results of maybe protons hitting a field, like basically protons are light being transmitted through a filter or a slit that on the other end will result in a specific pattern. And depending if it was observed or not observed, it will change. So if it's not observed, you will get a result with multiple lines or multiple results, various probabilities. But if you are observing it, then you will get only one probability that will come of it. But who's to say that depending on who's observing it, that the probability will change? And quantum physics has even shown this. That with two different people observing something, that there's a different probability that will come of those molecules. So then there's so much more that is going on that is a part of our consciousness or our observer, our ability to observe. So again, how can we truly say that something is objective and 100% real if it's only real for us? If the experience is already being filtered or being experienced simply dependent upon what we feel or know or are. So then I'm bringing up this in order for you to maybe be aware that maybe what you think is right or wrong may not actually be right or wrong, at least not for someone else. That what is right and wrong for someone else may not be right or wrong for you. And what is right and wrong for you may not be right or wrong for someone else. Because your reality is very unique and different from someone else's. And it takes a particular skill to be able to really sit in the seat of understanding of where someone is coming from based upon what their experiences have been. And the more experiences that you have, then the more variety in life that you can see. That's truly my belief. And that's because we're sitting in different spaces of understanding. But we have to be fully aware about our conditioning and how we may be biased upon something that we see. So for example, one recent recent thing that come into contact is what a relationship needs to look like. I didn't realize how conditioned I was and how a relationship needed to look like. The idea of a relationship is so deeply ingrained in us from the day we are born. You see your mother, your father, your parents, or family, or even siblings, or someone around you that may be with a partner, or create a romantic or intimate relationship. And then you say, oh, that's what it looks like. And so it's like you've been watching a scene or a movie over and over and over again. And so you think that this is the only type of relationship or or movie that's out there for relationships. And I've come into experience this when I talk to people where they think that a relationship needs to look a particular way. Because we are all very deeply conditioned. That maybe a relationship needs to look like two people getting married. Maybe it needs to look like two people having two children, maybe it needs to look like a man being with a woman and maybe not the same gender. Or maybe we were conditioned to think that they need to be a specific race. These are just conditionings. There's no wrong or right way that a relationship needs to look like. All that really matters is that you're fulfilling what feels right for you authentically. It could be a hard thing when you're very deeply conditioned to, th- to see relationships one way. Or maybe that you think that there are certain roles that are necessary to be a successful relationship. 
such as maybe the woman being home, cooking, cleaning, domestic, domesticated. <laughs> or if it needs to be the other way around. And I'm just bringing up these topics in order for you to maybe question to yourself, like, are you just conditioned? Does that conditioning really feel authentic and right for you? And I think that's a really deep exploration that we all have to go on. Just as, as I did myself, where I had to really truly ask, like, what kind of relationship do I want? And what is it that I feel is right for me? As opposed to what I've been told from society, or what I've been told that it needs to look like, or what I've been told I need to be or do. It's pretty deeply ingrained because I've only watched a couple of movies <laughs> of, a, of specific scenes of how relationships look. But as I work with people and connect with them on various different types of relationships, you start to see very varieties of different types of relationships and how it looks. And people are very deeply fulfilled and happy within them. So I would encourage you to start to open that dialogue and maybe ask with curiosity, like, hey, what does your relationship look like? Maybe expose yourself to different possibilities of what life could look like and see if anything resonates with you. Because you may only be seeing only what you know. Because your reality is subjective and there's no other real reality out there besides that which you have experienced until you experience something different. The only one thing I can definitely say that is a help, guidance, and us fulfilling the appropriate subjective reality is that inner compass within us that tells us, okay, this feels right. This feels stable. We are very conditioned in this world, conditioned by schools, by social media, conditioned by our parents, our friends, and what a fun time needs to look like, what being accepted needs to look like, how you need to be, those are all conditionings. What a woman needs to look like, what a man needs to look like. These are all conditionings that we take upon ourselves. As we watch TVs and shows of these things all the time, we're constantly being conditioned or programmed. I want to challenge you to start to see if what you're conditioning or exposing yourself to is what is right for you. And if you're aligned with your conditioning, if it feels right, or are you making excuses for it just because you haven't experienced any other thing, because your reality is based on a subjective reality, because that RAS system, that reticular activating system, is only showing you what is important or what you feel is only important to you. So I know this was slightly complicated, but if you find interest in this topic. Think about that a little bit more, about your reality, how you're conditioned, how we are all conditioned to behave in this world. And if that behavior is aligned with who you are authentically, and the only way you'll ever know is by listening to that body and really getting that felt sense of alignment with you. Until next time, have a great day. 
Thanks for listening, and I hope you gain some newfound insights or realizations. If you would like future alerts on new episodes, be sure to hit the subscribe. You can also join me, your host, on Instagram to continue this conversation, ask questions, or just to give us feedback because we love hearing from you, the listener. Just search in the handle Ann Balkansky, or you can check below in the show notes all of our social media links as well as how else you can get connected. Until next time, have a great one.